0: I realized it was like, wow, success isn't just like having a successful business. It's not just having this ability to travel. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Road to Thriving podcast. My name is Claire and I'm your host. This podcast is all about demystifying and celebrating what it means to thrive as a traveler and to pursue dreams of living life differently. On this podcast, it's usually my job to speak with travelers and nomads from around the globe who are living alternatively and thriving to show that there are many roads to thriving in an alternative traveling lifestyle, giving you the inspiration and tools to pursue your own thriving life of travel, adventure, and dreams of living differently. But today, in this episode, i sit down and share my own journey to thriving in this lifestyle as it unfolds this is the raw this is the messy i have not arrived but this is about celebrating being in the process so i hope you guys enjoy let's get to the episode alrighty guys hello and welcome how are we doing today So today's episode, I am going to be diving into all things redefining success as a traveler, as someone who is pursuing a more alternative way of living. The reason I got excited about having this conversation about speaking on this topic was I was listening to a podcast. As a podcaster, I also listen to a lot of podcasts. And this one in particular was a Tim Ferriss episode. He was speaking with Rolf Potts. And they were discussing this idea that success is something that is defined by being able to choose how you spend your day. And when they said that, it very much resonated for me. I know that a lot of times in my life, I have tried to walk the path of you know, what I thought was expected of me, what I thought was deemed successful um, for a lot of people. And those metrics for success weren't really anything to do with that. And it's really funny, like I think back to when I was in school and trying to decide on a job that I wanted to do for the rest of my life, which is so silly to even think of now with the amount of jobs that I've done in my life. but little high school me trying to figure out what she wanted to do with her life never once did someone ask me how I wanted to spend my day no one ever asked me what I wanted my lifestyle to look like it was always what job did you want to do what skills do you need to get to that career and and that I think is a reflection of that measure and that metric for success is often around career and work and relationships I think a lot of the time as well because you know we have this this idealized version of life where we should be in a relationship and have babies and do all the things and I think that as you start to embrace this lifestyle this more alternative way of living and you start to peel away those layers and you kind of see that that's not the only way to live you kind of get to this very freeing place, but it's also a really terrifying place. And I think that's where I'm at right now, the freeing and the terrifying. Um, of deciding how you get to spend your day. And I'm totally aware that not everyone is able to choose how they spend their day. I'm very, very aware of that. But when I heard Tim say this, this idea of like success is being able to choose how you spend your day, it really sparked something within me. It really Open my eyes and I'll link down that conversation if you guys want to check out that episode I really enjoyed it um they're talking all things travel and vagabonding which is um Rolf Potts book but yeah so basically after hearing that on that podcast and then this week I am going to be releasing stay tuned it will be out on Sunday but I was chatting with someone about The topic was all about health and well-being and just even having that conversation was just, yeah, again, another layer of opening my eyes to really redefining what success is because, like, as I am now working for myself, podcast, up and running, I'm realizing that it's very easy to, you know, sit inside all day and be in my van all day and, um then you know do a quick busy travel day and I've just really gotten caught in the cycle of like work play work play work play and I just am feeling very like fulfilled because I'm you know I'm doing the travel thing that I really want to be doing and I am doing the work thing that I really really like doing but there's not a lot of balance in any other area of my life I'm just like going from like one extreme to the other and like all these other aspects of my life that I also find really valuable and really important are just like getting pushed off the side and I kind of realized when Tim said this whole success is being able to choose how you spend your day I realized it was like wow success isn't just like having a successful business it's not just having this ability to travel even though those two things I feel very um successful I guess in some ways that I'm able to do those things There's also a lot of other aspects that have been pushed off to the side. So with all this processing, I was doing a lot of thinking, figuring out what I could be doing to kind of find a bit more balance across the board. And when I did, I don't know why I thought of it or where I learned about it, but I remembered a tool that I had come across a few years ago. And it was called The Wheel of Life. I don't know why it stuck in my head. It just did. And so I did a a bit of research um, and it kind of struck me that this is something that I want to start integrating into my life. And so I wanted to share a bit about it, what it is, and yeah, what I'm going to be doing to integrate it. So The Wheel of Life was initially created by a guy called Paul J. Meyer. He is kind of like... I don't know, he's kind of known as the, one of the fathers of personal development, and basically this wheel of life is, you just picture a wheel, I, I can also link a little visual for all my visual learners out there, but yeah, it's basically a little wheel, and there are all these different aspects, and then each one is kind of like a spoke on a, a bike wheel, so those little pokey things for anyone who doesn't actually ride bikes. Um and each represents an area of your life that is important to you and like if you just type in wheel of life into google it comes up with a whole bunch of like stock standard ones like spirituality and relationships and yada 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 but i think um i don't know i just really don't think that applies for a lot of people just to take these cookie cutter boxes and apply them to our lives and that's kind of the point so Uh, What I loved about this, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna create my own little versions of success. And what does that look like for me? If I had to choose eight categories of what is important to me in my life that I wanna be making sure that I'm integrating across the board, what would those categories be? And so, I mean, just for your guys' reference, I'll share what I came up with. Those categories are relationship with myself. So, um, the things I'm doing for my own personal growth and just I'm an introvert I really like spending time by myself um, and I like developing that relationship with myself I think there was a long part of my life where I was in a lot of codependent relationships and that relationship with self is very important to create those boundaries I think so that is one of the eight. Number two is relationships with other people, Uh, friends, families, partners. This one's really important because I think on the road, as a traveler, it can be really easy, just especially like, I mean, I live in a van and I spend a lot of the time on the move. It can be really easy just to, you know, be like, and I travel with a partner, so it can just be so easy for us to just be caught in our own little travel bubble and just to speak with each other and, you know, people that we meet along the the way. Um, What is really challenging is to remember to check in with the people that I do really love and care about and sometimes just in the day-to-day movement of work and life and travel I just forget like it's just not present in my mind and so I forget to do it and so that's something that is 100% important that I'm going to be spending a bit of focus on. Number three is health and well-being. Obviously, I mean, I travel around a lot, my, and you're going to hear this more in this episode coming out on Sunday, um, sorry, Sunday Australian time, by the by, uh, for anyone who's listening elsewhere, it will be a different, probably a Monday for you guys. Uh, sorry, a Saturday, my goodness, words. And yeah, so this idea of health and wellbeing, it's like, I mean, I travel around a lot, but you know, first and foremost, my main vehicle through life it sounds really silly but my body is my vehicle if it's not healthy and happy it really sucks um to be like you just can't do the things you do i know this very intimately i was really sick and unwell when i was 22 when i was i was studying a bunch i think i shared on my very first episode a little bit about this Um, If you guys want more context, you can check that out. But yeah, I just, I got really sick. And traveling while you feel sick is really crappy. And so feeling healthy and well is very important, especially like when you're starting to integrate work into the scene, um, making sure um, you're moving around and all that fun stuff. Number four is money and finances. I mean, this one really speaks for itself. Money, finances, taking control of those things is super important and helps you to continue to travel. Number five is career and work. I initially put these both into one category and then I realized that for people, some people really are driven by money, some people are not. I am not very much driven by money. It is both a blessing and a curse. I very happily will work and do something that I really enjoy just because I enjoyed to do it, Um, which is amazing, but it's also um, a balance. (laughs) So that's why they're separate. And so it's this happiness in the work I'm doing and all that good stuff. The next one is contribution. This is something that... I think can be very easy to be left off to the wayside, especially oftentimes when I'm traveling around, it can be so easy just to prioritize um, your own travels, your own needs, I guess. And especially if you're traveling on a tight budget, it can be easy just to be like, oh yeah, I have enough for me and that's it. Um, But I think we we talked about it on... um, on my episode with Van Monkeys, we chatted with, I chatted with Tom and Amy and we were just talking about there are so many ways outside of your money that you can be generous with and that's something that I know that I want to be doing more of. Um, so that's another category. Next one is connection and community. Again, I think this is similar to relationships with others, but I also, I don't know, I, I might merge these. I I think they work separately at the moment I'm gonna work in progress I'll keep you guys updated but so for for me I separated them because I think community can be like more of this idea of like cultivating a belonging versus like those like one-on-one interpersonal relationships and then the final one is creativity and hobbies this one is probably the one that needs the most work for me. I I know that it's just so easy for me just to be like, oh, how should I spend my time in a way that is productive? And I think this is the biggest thing I'm having to reassess about like success being able to choose how I spend my day is like choosing to spend my day indulging in my creativity, indulging in my hobbies is successful is a really challenging concept for me but it's something that I am very excited to move toward because this idea that success is me being able to get out as much work as possible and to see as many things as I can, it's just not sustainable, it's not what's going to make me happier. That is pretty much my list guys. So I have decided that I'm going to be, uh, like I was saying before, there's this little wheel and in the middle you have a zero. And all the spokes go out to a number ten, and this there's this idea that you kind of rate each one with a dot and you kind of draw a line between them and it gives you like an overall picture of how each area is going, and you can kind of rate it however often you like. Um, And I've decided I want to kind of be doing this either week to week or at least once a month just to kind of check in on myself and to rejig. So, I mean, realistically, I don't want to be obsessive about my calendar to the point that I'm like planning every minute. That doesn't make me happy. I've been there before. But I think there is also something that when I'm not planning my time When I'm just going with the flow completely, I just, it's really easy for the small habits to creep in and the things that are important to me kind of creeping out and being more driven by my circumstances rather than like actively choosing how I wanna spend my day. And yeah, so that's pretty much what I'm going to be working through in the next coming weeks. Um, Yeah, I'm still not sure about the relationships with others and connection community. I don't know if they're the same or different. I'm going to have to keep you guys updated. Maybe they'll just be seven spokes or maybe it'll change to be something else. Um, But yeah, I don't know if you guys found this useful, but for me, it's a really cool way to just really simplify visually. I'm a very visual person to be able to see how... I am spreading my time across those eight categories. And of course, like there's going to be times where I'm going to have a big work season and I'm gonna be kind of a little bit imbalanced on the others. And there might be other times where I'm having a really big travel season and there might be a bit imbalance in the work section or the whatever sections end up imbalanced. Obviously we can tell which two I prioritize in the moment. Um, but I think aside from like, you know, those one-offs and those special scenarios, it's just like finding an across-the-board balance. It's like day-to-day, week-to-week, what's going to bring the most happiness. And for for me, it's going to be doing a little bit of everything. Those like kind of ticking a little bit of each of those boxes to make sure my cups are full and I'm feeling happy and all the things. So yeah, guys, I think I'm gonna leave it there for today. If you have found this really interesting, um, if you have different ideas for different categories, um I'd love to hear them. So feel free to reach out to me at Road to Thriving on Instagram is where you'll find me. Um just send me a DM if you like, and I'd love to hear what your categories are, if they're similar to mine, if they're different. Um maybe you can help me solve this relationships with others and connection conundrum that i'm in but yeah guys other than that before i leave you uh if you guys are enjoying these kinds of episodes the my roads basically i spend my weeks researching all things thriving on the road and it turns out i find a lot of really random stuff quotes books people i'm loving podcasts i'm listening to travel friendly meals i i find a lot of stuff and not all of it fits into a podcast episode so i have decided that i'm going to be creating a weekly newsletter it will be maybe five to 10 points. I haven't decided on the number yet, but it's going to be nice and concise and just a little bit of inspiration, tips, tricks, hacks about how we can be thriving in this alternative traveling lifestyle. If you guys want to be getting that email in your inbox, if you want to head down to the show notes, you'll be able to find all the details to sign up down there. And while you're down there, you will also, you also might see a little uh, podcast review if you want to leave us a little rating and review. It would mean the world. Um, and then with that, I am going to leave you guys. Have an amazing week and I will see you next week. Alrighty, guys.